This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Team Singapore and Leicester's disqualification will win their 1,000th gold medal of the Southeast Asian Games. Things are heating up in Phnom Penh as Team Singapore does battle at the 2023 SEA Games in Cambodia. The biggest sporting event in Southeast Asia has already produced several top moments for Singapore since the latest edition of the biennial event kicked off on May 5th. The Games will run till May 17th as Cambodia hosts the Games for the first time. Hi, I'm ST Sports reporter Deepanraj Ganesan and I'm in the capital city of Cambodia bringing ST readers all the action that is taking place here. In this episode, we speak to two Singaporean Jiu-Jitsu exponents on how the 2023 SEA Games is going. You hear from Tae Mae Yong who competed in the women's Nawaza Gi 52kg and the Nogi 52kg events and Singapore's first gold medalist at these games, Noah Lim who clinched the men's Nawaza Gi under-69kg title in what is his third SEA Games gold medal. And here is my conversation with Tae Mae Yong and later on, Noah Lim. I'm here with Tae Meyong, Jiu-Jitsu exponent at the convention center. She just finished her competition for today. Meyong, just want to ask you, you know, what does it take for a Singaporean athlete to get to a major games like SEA Games, for example? Today, of course, unfortunately, you had a few losses. But to get here is already a win, you mentioned as before. What does it mean? So there's uh, several rounds to qualifying for the Southeast Asian Games. So firstly, we have to look at what categories the country has offered. So this year in Cambodia, they've only opened the 52 kilograms gi category and they cut out all the other weight categories. So normally, I'm in the under 48 kilograms, but this year I had to qualify via the 52 kilograms. So firstly, you have to be the national champion. We will have a national trials in Singapore and the first two positions will get the opportunity to represent Singapore in an overseas competition. Subsequently, we will fly overseas and then we will compete at that level and you have to rank top three in Southeast Asia before you are officially qualified. And then of course if these two participants are both top three then the coaches and the NSA will make the final decision. For this competition specifically um, I had several competitors but I was the only person who made the all the way to the finals. For me round one was uh, nationals. I won gold and then I went to the Asian Championships held in Thailand this year. I got a silver and then so that was enough for me to uh, qualify and then additionally I also had competitions last year that within the one year mark where I managed to secure at least a top three placing in Southeast Asia. A lot of my experience comes from the under 48 kilograms and for me upping one weight class this year I still had competition experience and uh, some 52 kilogram experience and then so this is my first major 52 kilogram competition. Uh, when, when we talk about the SEA Games of course uh, you are not a debutant. You've been to the SEA Games before. Uh, the first one being in Manila in Philippines. How does Cambodia differ from the Philippines based on your initial experience now? Okay, so I've qualified for three different Southeast Asian Games of which uh, I've only attended two because last year I contracted COVID during the pre-departure test. So I was withdrawn from the Games. So I can only compare to 2019. So in Manila, I was uh, in Clark and I was also living in the Athletes Village in the athletes' village, I think a lot of the facilities were brand new. So I think when we were there, there were still renovations going on. A lot of the facilities were not fully completed before I moved in. And then I had to squeeze in a room with a total of three girls. And then so it was a little bit tight. Whereas this year, 
they built a whole new village for the Cambodia Sea Games participants. And then all the participants will stay in an apartment. So the apartment has a total of five beds. So what they did is they, this apartment, they will actually uh, convert the living room into bedroom as well. So three beds in the living room and then they have a proper bedroom which has two beds and then they even have kitchen, balcony. So it's a proper apartment. So for myself, because I'm one of the first few athletes that arrived and I'm the only female on the jiu-jitsu team, so I have one room to myself or one apartment to myself as of now. Perhaps I, when I go home today or go back today, I will see few other athletes from another sport. So, so that means uh, the Sea Games is a very good opportunity for you as a jiu-jitsu exponent to interact with uh, members of the other sport, uh, other Singaporean athletes. So far, I haven't had many opportunities apart from saying hi and bye to athletes, even in 2019. But I do know different people from different sports as well. So for example, I used to be a track and field athlete in back in the day. And so I know the track team or I know a percentage of them. And then some of the other sports, some of them used to be my schoolmates as well. So I do know some people from other sports, but not it's not really because I communicated with them during the Sea Games. But of course, I make friends here and there. It's just maybe it's not the best way to make friends because I think we are all very clustered in our own groups. We, we stick with, with our own teams and then we all have different competition schedules. So you do make friends, but maybe not super close. Uh, of course, when you look at me, you know, I really love food. Uh, you can tell, I'm sure. At the Games Village, I'm sure there's a lot of food down there. Have you liked the food so far? What have you eaten? Yes, yeah, so I'm also not very particular, but uh, the food has been pretty good. But one thing very interesting about the food area is that they actually converted a full underground car park into a massive canteen. And then they offer bread as well as um, this soup for beef ball noodles 24 hours. For the rest of the food, uh, we have to come at certain times, lunch, breakfast, dinner timings. So far, I'm quite pleased. They serve hot foods, so they have the variety of carbohydrates, um, meat as well as uh, veg. And then they have the fruit bar, salad bar, and then they have like uh, additional things uh, on the side and they even have like a drinks corner as well. So I think it's substantial and it satisfies my taste buds. Of course, uh, when we also look at the Games Village, uh, someone from the outside might you know, assume that uh, there's things like entertainment, pool table, PlayStation and stuff like that. Are there enough things to keep you occupied entertainment-wise? Unfortunately, uh, no, they do not provide any of these facilities. So I have my Kindle with me. Uh, so I, I just spend my time reading and uh, they provided us with SIM card. So I have uh, Wi-Fi access as well as uh, 3G. So that's the only form of entertainment I have at the moment. Um, we are currently situated right next to the main stadium as well as other facilities. I went to explore, but I don't think they have any ongoing entertainment at the moment, probably because I arrived quite early before the opening ceremony. So maybe that's uh, one of the reasons as well. Not much to see, but focus on your sport. Okay, just a last question from me. Have you had time to go around Cambodia, you know, visit some of the places around Phnom Penh? Unfortunately, no. Uh, we All athletes are not allowed to leave the mm. athletes' village. It's partly for safety and I think also for security. But the main focus really is uh, about the competition, uh, not really for R&R. So I think all of us are quite satisfied to stay within the compound. All right, Myung, thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you very much. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Come on, Noah! Go, Siapo!
Yeah, so first and foremost, how does it feel like to win the gold medal for Singapore? Your third time, uh, but you are the first gold medalist here in Cambodia for Singapore. Yeah, uh, it feels really good to be the first. I didn't know that I was first until you guys told me. I guess I'm quite happy with my performance today. Like, I managed to do my game and I managed to do what I wanted to do. So, overall, I'm quite happy. But I have to keep the focus because I'm still competing tomorrow in the Nogi division. Uh, and of course, you won it while you had a pinky dislocated one week ago. In your fights, how much did it affect you? Like, I know this will affect my game a lot because I use my left hand a lot. Like, I, I would say it's my more important hand within my two hands. But luckily, it didn't really affect me much in this competition because I managed to change my game and do other techniques that didn't require uh, my left hand. And how different has the Cambodia games been compared to the previous ones? You've been to Manila, you've been to Hanoi. How different is Cambodia? I think the, the venue is great. It's a really, really nice place and it's run very well. Like, uh, very nice mats, everything. The refs are all very professional as well. So I think the, the SEA Games for Jiu-Jitsu is getting... The first time was in 2019. And now every year is getting better and better. So it's really nice to see. You talked about, you know, being in Cambodia, you know, how it's different. Uh, you're also staying in the Athletes Village. How different is that compared to other games? Or perhaps just talk to us about the Athletes Village in Cambodia. How has it been? So in the previous games in Hanoi, we actually stayed in a hotel. So it's actually quite different from a, a hotel and an Athletes Village. I think the nice thing about Athletes Village is you have like food all the time. But at the same time, like it can be quite hot and sometimes the facilities may not be as nice as a hotel. Uh, the weather here has been really hot for me. How have you found it? And does it really affect you that much? Yeah, the weather is really hot. But okay, luckily, there's, there is aircon in Athletes Village. So I would say it's not really, it didn't affect me personally. Uh, what about the food? What has been your favorite food here in Cambodia? <laughs> this is like not specific to Cambodia, but I, I, just in general, I like chicken. So I've been eating like a lot of chicken. Just like the, there's a, a lot of chicken in there. I like prawns as well, like the prawn noodle soup. It's really nice in uh, this village. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to competition at the Sea Games, uh, you've been to three now. You know, does the competition or the level, the quality, does it get higher each time around? For sure. I think the good thing is like we sort of expect we know who is gonna be in the division, so everyone's preparing for each other. I mean, you prepare for each other, then you have to like you force yourself to get better. Because if you don't get better, then the guy prepares for you, and then he'll be you. So I'm sure my opponents preparing preparing for me. I'm preparing for my opponents, and this allows us to keep getting better and better. So. We are competitors, but the center we help each other gets better over the years. So I think that's very good. Going back to the, the victory itself, would you say that this is the most meaningful one because of what you had to deal with coming into the games with the injury? And did anything else differ this time around compared to before? Yeah, definitely this is the most meaningful one to me because I wasn't 100%. And yeah, there's always a, that level of like self-doubt. Like, oh, you're injured. Like, you won't perform as well. And like, what's going to happen if you lose? And I guess there are a lot of expectations because you're like, I don't like you being like the quote-unquote reigning champion and then you have to yeah, sort of expected to win again. Like, I don't like that. I much prefer to be the underdog. I feel there's a lot more prejudice around and that's that wasn't my like, 100% self. So being able to pull through despite all these challenges really means a lot to me. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure this will like, improve my confidence in the future competitions. Yeah. As an athlete, how do you like hide your, your weakness? So for example, your, your pinky is injured, right? Like, do you have to hide it from your opponents? Is that something that you do? I know people who do that. For me, I don't really... I feel like it doesn't really affect the match. Like, I'm very lucky to have a very nice physio who actually taped it very well for me. So, it wasn't painful. I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't going to use it, but it wasn't painful when I was fighting. So, I really, really appreciate that. Like, what she's been massaging my hand every day and it's getting much better. Does it really affect an athlete in terms of mentality? I mean, given that you have won it before, you know, how much does it really affect the mentality? Yeah, uh, I guess it depends on the athlete. I know some people who, like, they won't hide all their techniques. They won't show any techniques. But for me... I feel like I don't really mind you seeing my techniques because I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I don't believe in like hiding. Like, I can show anyone that, oh, I'm injured, but I'll still do my game. I'll still do 
what I'm showing, like, what I do, all my techniques, my A techniques. I don't like high end tech. Last question from me. Uh, you've won Singapore's first goal. What is your message to the other athletes out there and for every Singaporean that's competing at the Cambodia Games? Uh, do your best. Focus on one thing at a time. Like, it's easy to like get ahead of yourself, but you know, if you focus on one thing at a time, one step at a time, stay in the present moment, like, and just do your best. So. Thank you, Noah. Thank you. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.